Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Yep, 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 there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode, a mini-episode of My Mama Told Me. I don't know why I sang it. The, the podcast where we got deep deep into the pockets of black conspiracies and we finally work to prove the theories that you the listeners have at home you got it baby you know what the mini episodes are all about i don't gotta keep explaining it to you if you're this far into it then you pretty much figured it out and if this is your first episode i'm so sorry this is not going to be the easiest episode to start on, but none of them are. It's mostly us just digging into weird racism and, and a lot of homophobia, unfortunately. And frankly, we'll work harder to make these more palatable for a new listener. But I doubt that that's possible. Nothing about conspiracy theory ever says, hey, start here. This is the best one for you to <laughs> for you to wet your whistle on. That ain't how conspiracy theory works. Anyway, not everybody's happy with the work that I do. I tell you guys that sometimes, but I don't always have empirical evidence of that. You know what I mean? I'm not always showing my work. This ain't like a like geometry class where you got to show a proof. Sometimes I don't show my proof, but today I'd like to start us off by showing you a little proof. I got a message from a person named Jovan. Jovan sent me a message that started off very aggressive right in the subject line. Jovan said, nigga, you talking about Fanta? That's how Jovan chose to introduce himself to me. He said, nigga, you talking about Fanta? And then he goes on to say, yo, I'm just saying. You're talking about America not doing anything in the interest of its public, especially its black, or just one black, referring to Fanta and the Coca-Cola company. My question to you is, nigga, and he says, nigga, he's seven, he comma, nigga, so he wanted me to really hit that bad boy, nigga. Did you get vaccinated? I'm just saying, BioNTech and Pfizer are a marrying of a German biotech company and an American 
pharmaceutical company. That shit is only approved for emergency use, and I read the documents claiming its efficacy. It seems to me they just gave some motherfuckers a shot, half of which got a fake shot, and then sent them out into the world and were like, but did they die, though? And I'm just wondering, where do you stand on this? That's what Jovan ended on, basically accusing me of somehow faking the funk because I haven't made clear my stance on vaccinations. And let me be very clear with you, Jovan. First of all, I appreciate your critique. I'm so happy that you came to me with what seems like a very reasonable question, line of thinking. You know, you really, there's nothing about this that feels jarring or or aggressive on your end, Javon. You seem like a fun guy. But to your question, where do I stand with vaccinations? Nigga, I want to go back outside. So shoot me the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? I don't give a fuck if they're putting in chemicals in it. I know they probably are. I'm not so obtuse as to believe there isn't a historical context that we should be afraid of, but I like eating at bars, Jovan. I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. And if that means letting a microchip swim through my veins, well, then Papa wants it bad. You know what? And this is my problem with the way black people have been handling the vaccination in general. Here's my thing. I don't want to die in old black ways. I'm sick of it. I don't want to die with police brutality. I don't want to die from heart disease. Kill me in a futuristic way. Put something in my bloodstream that makes me shit Hennessy. Do you know what I mean? Until everything comes out, my liver and everything just in a, a liquid cavassier. I don't want the old death. I don't want the ways that we used to die Historically, I'm excited to find the new ways that they kill black people. And if the vaccine allows that, then I'm ready to shoot it in my veins. I hope that answers your question, Jovan, although I don't know that uh, this was ever a question. I think you've made a lot of decisions before I even got to the table, but I hope this satisfies. Next issue. I received a message this week from a person named John. Now, John sent me a very long message that had a number of drops, so many drops. I think it was in the 20s of drops that I didn't listen to a single one of them. But he did also include a theory that he wanted to swing my way. And I'm going to share that theory with you listeners now. Herman the Frog, what it do? I've got a very historical like and potentially controversial one here. My mama told me J. Edgar Hoover was passing. Mm, still mad at you, but I'm listening. Yes, the same J. Edgar Hoover that obsessively pursued and harassed civil rights leaders like Martin Luther King and Fred Hampton and even Malcolm X. Now, I myself believe that he was super hard against them and the civil rights movement as a whole. So if anyone caught him that he was black, he could just point to all of this and further prove that he was white. And so he would also make them think he was white. This would make him the ultimate coon of all time. Now, I'm not dissing that part of our community. I'm looking at my Halsey poster right now. But I am dissing that rat bastard J. Edgar Hoover and all the black cards we never got to get close enough to take away from him. Good pod and enjoy the drip drops. Okay, well... First of all, thank you, John, for sending this. And fuck you, John, for calling me Kermit the uh, Frog, I believe was the quote. Listen, 
I'm 34 years old, motherfucker. I made it through middle school. You're not going to make me go back to some nicknames that I had to fight through. Do you know what I mean? Well, I made it past that shit. I'm a goddamn adult. I'm going to be a father soon. You watch your motherfucking mouth when you send me theories over the internet, John. I won't fist fight you because that's not in my nature, but I'll scowl at you, bitch. I'll scowl at you real mean. You don't know what happened to the last person that called me Kermit the Frog. Did they get hit in the face with a badminton rack on accident? Absolutely. Was it intentional? Not at all. But did I celebrate it secretly in my brain? Yes, I did. It was gym class. It was fifth grade. And God damn it, they deserved it, even though it wasn't intentional and I had nothing to do with it. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. For those of you I don't know anything about J. Edgar Hoover. He was the head of the FBI for 47 years. I read 48 in some places, so I just went with the lower number because I feel like that's safer. But it's 47 and or 48 years. He was the fucking head of the FBI. And let me tell you, he was not exactly a cool Dude, he was especially known for his unflinching efforts to take down black people, take down homosexuals and take down communists, which I sort of refer to as the big three. 
Do you know what I mean? Move over, Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. That's There's a merry band of Marxist monkeys gunning for the championship this year. Also, for some reason, this year is 2008. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think this all the way through with the riff. Anyway, now J. Edgar Hoover's greatest scandal which some of you may know was not, in fact, his racism, but it was actually his closeted homosexuality and cross-dressing. Now, I don't know if cross-dressing is still an appropriate word, and I apologize if it isn't, but I don't know how else to refer, and then I'm ignorant and I respect it if I am, in fact, wrong, but I don't know how else to refer to what old Edgar was doing. Basically, he liked to put on clothing, generally assigned to women, and then have sex with his subordinates. He was a party guy. You know what I mean? That was his style. I I feel like in 2021, he might have been a cool guy. You know what I mean? He might have been a, a fun dude, but in 1950, this motherfucker was terribly repressed and often lashing out on people in every direction. Now, Hoover actually maintained a long-standing affair with his number two at the FBI, a dude named Clyde Tolson. Now, this was back during a time when America was still comfortable naming white people Clyde. That doesn't exist anymore. If you're Clyde now, if you're Clyde, you got a Bluetooth and an Oldsmobile. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got some some big old swishy uh, linen pants if you're Clyde now. But back then, you could be just a white Clyde, which is, that is, it just tells you how much America has changed. Now, amongst J. Edgar Hoover's many racist highlights, and he had some stunning ones. There are some, these are some of his finest. I'll list off some of his greatest achievements as a uh, bigot. He sabotaged Marcus Garvey's Black Star Line, which was meant to transport black people back to Africa. He famously launched Cointelpro, hmm? the FBI's counterintelligence program, where it basically led to leaders of civil rights groups such as the Black Panther Party and other organizations to be gunned down with FBI involvement. This wasn't just we pay a dude to shoot him. It was literally FBI agents helping to orchestrate the whole thing. And most famously, he is the person who greenlit both the raids and the ultimate assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., of course. I don't actually know how Martin Luther King Sr. died. I assume something classically black, like high blood pressure, possibly brought on by the government-orchestrated murder of his son and then later his wife. Who is to say? I probably could have done some research to find out. The point is, this person, J. Edgar Hoover, naturally, it would seem absurd for this man to be secretly black, would it not? But as it turns out, it's not as absurd as you would think. John is on to something. Despite the fact that he is my mortal enemy, John found an important thing here. Here's the quote from a historian named Millie McGee, who exposed a fair amount of substantiated research about Hoover's secret black lineage. She said in the late 1950s, I was a young girl growing up in rural Macomb, Mississippi, terrible sounding place, but Macomb, Mississippi, a story had been passed down through several generations that the land we lived on was owned by the Hoover family. My grandfather told me that this powerful man, Edgar, was his second cousin and was passing for white. If we talked about this, he was so powerful, he could have us killed. I grew up terrified about all of this. And after hearing this, she then uncovered all these altered court records and traced back all these genealogy 
tests, I guess. I didn't probably weren't tests back then, but just in talking to both black and white Hoovers, she basically proved that she was, in fact, related to the meanest closeted gay that ever was. Author Anthony Samuels tracked down similar claims from families on the East Coast who believed Edgar had black roots, and they even referred to him as, quote unquote, soul brother, which I love so much because it's just proof how funny black people have been for such a long time. That's hilarious. You call the whitest, meanest man of all time soul brother, and you know it bugs him. You know he's heard it every once in a while. He's just walking down the street and like, hey, soul brother. And then he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to kill your leaders. (laughs) I'm going to murder the people you hold dearest in your heart. Fuck you. Never call me soul brother. And then, you know, it's, it's just fun to imagine. Another author, Gore Vidal, said he, you know, lived in the in D.C. in the 30s. And he said it was always said in my family and around the city that Hoover was mulatto and that he came from a family that passed. Now, why is all of this important? It seems to me that at its core, what we're finding out is that you are right, John, that J. Edgar Hoover, the J in J. Edgar Hoover, actually may in fact stand for Jigaboo. That's right. Jigaboo Edgar Hoover is his legal name as far as I'm concerned. I think what we're finding is that J. Edgar Hoover is the product of a type of self-hate that basically leads to the destruction of communities, both internal and external. J. Edgar Hoover hates himself so much that he he can't not hate all of the things that reflect him back to him. And so subsequently, we all suffered at its hands. And because of white supremacy and because of white people's willingness to go along with that self-hatred, things got worse and worse and worse for both black people, for gay people, and for people who just wanted to practice, I guess, a different type of thinking in America. Boo boy. He sounds like a cool guy. I'll be honest. J. Edgar Hoover sounds fucking awesome. He really sounds like the type of dude that you want to hang out with. Uh, anyway, we did it. This was fun. If you want to send me messages about other people who you think are secretly black, uh, please send them. <laughs> please send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your voice. Send me your sweet voice. Sing to me, my children. I want to hear from you. Also. Uh, like it, you know, the podcast, like it, subscribe to it, review it. I want to see them reviews, baby. Don't dry up on them reviews. Let's let's get to that sweet thousand. And most importantly, uh, thank you for listening and be blessed, bitches. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.